The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. Jalen and Andrew at uh, 2.34. Again, that uh, next update from uh, Strathcona County expected uh, at 3 o'clock. This was interesting, um, the Mounties in Alberta. And I still find it hard to believe that people don't wear seatbelts. But they're throwing out another reminder saying that there's still a lot of folks out there that are not wearing their seatbelts. It's and and some statistics to yeah. go with it. Uh, Coldale RCMP Staff Sergeant Glenn Henry saying in 2016, of 53 people that lost their lives in collisions uh, were directly related to them not wearing seatbelts. The number was around 375 people in that same year that were injured as a result of not wearing seatbelts. They're saying that it's just odd that they're having to say this, but they're saying that, listen, we're ticketing people the same as uh, we are for distracted driving and that there's simply no excuse. Mm -hmm. There's no reason. I'm close to my home. I was in a hurry. I'm not going far. Uh, None of those excuses hold water with them that they'll uh, ticket you for not having a seatbelt. But, you know, we've often talked on this show about, you know, uh, the use of uh, distracted driving or the Mm -hmm. use of uh, uh, cannabis and driving, and we've compared it to, over the years, in the years to come, I'm sure people will accept those things as they've accepted seatbelts. Mm-hmm. I thought seatbelts was behind us. I thought everybody wore a seatbelt. Yeah. Apparently apparently not. And I know in the past when we've talked about this, some people say, I'm not wearing that because I." they believe, and, and I, I remember this clear as day, they believe that it's more dangerous for them to wear a seatbelt than not wear a seatbelt. Yeah. I feel when I get into my car and I don't put on my seatbelt, like I'm missing something. I feel like I'm, 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 I'm tempting fate or something like that, but I don't feel, I feel like I'm, I'm missing a part of the routine. That's just the automatic Well, thing I'm sure your car sends off a little ding, ding, ding as well if you're, once you get above whatever, mm-hmm. 15 or 20 mm-hmm. kilometers, it, an alarm goes off if you're not wearing your seatbelt. I'm, yeah, it just seems odd to me. I'm, uh, listen, I'm happy to pass the message on on behalf of the RCMP um, because you should all be wearing your seatbelt. The conversation about seatbelts tends to, in the last few years, not to be, specifically the last year, not to be about whether or not people are wearing them, but whether or not they should be standard equipment in school buses school or buses you know other, other uh, buses. And, and you know what? The thought around that, too, has been changing. There's been, there's been a lot of uh, talk about the reasons why there are not seatbelts on buses, you know, the way that they're designed. It's supposed to, with the higher backs, it's supposed to, you know, almost like a protective cage. But apparently, we, we were reading something not too long ago as well, saying that that's not necessarily the truth and that there are studies that have been dismissed. In fact, more and more people are suggesting that, yeah, it needs to be on there, that the that the studies that um, decisions were based on may not be correct. Well, or may be antiquated, Misleading, right? Misleading, yeah. Right, because uh, earlier studies would have have looked at lap belts Mm -hmm. as opposed to shoulder straps, Mm -hmm. right? So some of those statistics are uh, no longer valid because that's not how seatbelts work anymore, right? I still still wonder, you know, know, that's a tough one because, again, you think about if when something happens and you have 30 kids on a bus and they're all strapped in and if it's on its side trying to get them out, get Mm -hmm. them out safely... 
you know, is well, that the, better than having them thrown around, you know, thrown Well, the school bus thing, like it. you just said, you alluded to the fact that the school bus data specifically was apparently erroneous. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I've, I, for one, have said that, listen, I've been assured or told and read or researched and found yeah. out that, you know, the structure of the bus, the height of the seats, all that stuff prevents injury over seatbelt and that the the inability of a, mm-hmm. a single bus driver to evacuate a bus is a concern, right? But like you just said, some of those studies are now being debunked. So that's something they're going to have to take a serious other look at. Uh, but, you know, that flies in the face of the Mounties saying that they're still running into a lot of problems with people not wearing seatbelts. Mm. Coaldale RCMP, which I would not imagine is a major uh, detachment for the RCMP, um, they've issued a large number of tickets. Mm-hmm. Char- 212 people charged last year for not wearing seatbelts. That's well, and phenomenal. The, and the texts start coming in. Uh, Jimmy in Calgary says, My best friend's dad rolled his Corvette and was thrown from the vehicle. It was crushed, and if he'd kept his seatbelt on, he would have died. A rare chance, of course, but 20 years, uh, 20 years later, I, uh, I challenge anyone to get him to wear one. He's hmm. not wearing one. And I have a stubborn, a stubborn uncle who refuses to wear his seatbelt for those reasons, you guys. And, Andrew, do you think seatbelts and buses will have a shoulder harness or will they just all be lap belts? I would hope they have a shoulder harness. Yeah. 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 Hi those guys. have been proven to be far safer than lap. This one's from Brent. says, guys, I'm a paramedic. I've been for 31 years. It's simple. Seatbelts save lives. I've seen so many times. I don't know why people resist that idea so badly. And then someone texted in saying that couriers under 60, going under 60 kilometers an hour don't need to wear a seatbelt. Hmm. My best friend's dad rolled his Corvette and was thrown from the vehicle, was crushed. And if he'd had, if he'd kept a seatbelt on, he would have died. A rare chance, of course, but 20 years later, I challenge anyone to get him to wear one. That's Jimmy in Calgary. Um, one of the things I think um, that, you know, I, I don't wear a seatbelt when I'm in the back seat. Oh, I do. I don't. I will not drive in a front seat uh, without a seatbelt on, but if I get into the back seat, I do not put a seatbelt on. For some reason, I don't do it when I'm in a cab. I don't well, do it when I'm in an Uber. I, I just yeah. don't, and I don't know why that is. Habit. I, I don't do it in an Uber either. And, and a lot of times, I can't say so much in this city because I don't take cabs in this city often, but when I'm in Vancouver, Toronto, a lot of them have the belts already hooked up and then shoved down into the seat, mm. so the alarm's not going off. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a funny thing. We, we really take our safety in our own hands sometimes and just assume everything's going to be okay. Uh, you know, a cab ride's going to be short or an Uber ride, so I don't need it. I'm on a bus. I should be fine. Um, but statistic after statistic proves that seatbelts yeah. are safer. Someone just said uh, seatbelts are for short people. Uh, tall people get choked by them. Well, there's usually a, a little lever over on the side where you can lower it down. That's high, right. You know, lift it up. You can move it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a tall person. I, I move it. It's okay. Hmm. Uh-huh. So there you go. Well, anyways. Oh, someone else says uh, the career thing is not true. It's under 20 kilometers. I found out the hard way from Brian. Ah, uh-huh, there you go. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is seatbelts do save lives. Oh, you will get taken in if you're not hey, wearing slave one. leg. Call me stupid. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> it's the text line. Seriously. <laughs> so I was telling Gordon. Because you, you're stupid. I was well, telling no, Gordon. it's my you, decision. Shut yeah, exactly. Offline, uh, or offline, off air. That... Uh, Yesterday, um, somebody tweeted that I was a shill for the... Uh, and you know, I still can't remember. I think Who I was, was a shill yeah. for the UCP. 
If because I had talked favorably, I think of uh, conservatives at, at some point during the week. But it's really funny. Tax. That's a whole other topic. But it just made me laugh. I'd be the worst shill ever because by definition, uh, a shill is supposed to be somebody who hides their agenda. And uh, you know, in the you know, lays uh, a weight in the bushes to get his message out there on behalf of somebody else. Um, I, I like good politics, and I don't like bad politics. And I like, and like I've said to you a million times before, there's no if you are of the opinion that any party or individual, everything they do is perfect, and everything the other party does is not. Honestly, your your eyes aren't open. Mm-hmm. You, you, you need to really take a look because mm-hmm. there's no such thing as perfection in politics, particularly not these days. But does, I, I don't know. How, how did I get going on that? There's oh, somebody no called you stupid. Anywhere. Yeah, exactly. That's just funny. I have to take a moment and tell that stranger, that woman on the air over at Chad, that she's, she's stupid. stupid. I'm going to take a moment and do that. And you know what else is stupid? This hammer. This hammer's stupid. It hit my finger. <laughs> 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 That's what I picture. I picture a guy down in his mother's basement. Oh, I gotta, I gotta get this off my chest. You're stupid. <laughs> uh, we want to. Talk, I want to. It's a short show. There's a couple of stories we want to get to. Uh, might be of interest. Before we move on, real quickly though, uh, and not to uh, you know go too in depth into this, but you've been hearing on our news today about you know former. Conservative MP Tony Clement, and uh, apparently he's you know the, the, his history of interaction and and sending pictures and everything is starting to come out and it's embarrassing for him and his family and and everybody uh, involved in his life. But I just just a public service announcement as I like to do from time to time. Think of um, anything on the internet, um, pictures, videos, uh, comments, uh, anything like that. Just moving forward, think of it as throwing a rock in the air. Y- you don't know when, but the rock will come back. And it will hit the ground. And it really doesn't matter what you do. So just think about that the next time you put anything on the internet. And it doesn't matter if you delete it. doesn't matter if you get rid of your account. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. You want to see some of the stuff that he was sending? Uh, just Google some of the women. Something. It's um, yeah. And there's uh, at least a, or one... Or on Twitter, all you have to yeah, do is just that's right. type in Clement. And- there is one great site that I sometimes go to, but not for this reason. Mm. Um, and I can't recall what it's called right now. But uh, you can go and see old uh, sites that have been deleted, like mm. websites that don't even exist anymore, and you can go and see them. And I, I don't know, it's an archive of some kind. And, and again, I apologize, I can't remember what the site is. Every now and then somebody will remind me and I'll go. And, and typically I go to, go to it to see what my website looked like 15 years ago. It's just funny to look at, that kind of thing. But you can recover stuff like screenshots of Twitter, you know, posts, Instagram. You can, it's all out there is all I'm saying. Uh, but speaking of dating, <laughs> were we speaking of dating? No, I don't think we really. speaking of dating, but um, speaking of dating. How about Facebook? Uh, now, we, we told you about this months ago, that Facebook intended yeah. to launch a dating platform. They've done it now, today. Uh, in Canada, This uh, actually, our country is the first North American uh, country to get the dating app, so they're kind of trying it out on us a little bit. Um, I, I, I kind of, if they're going to go into a dating app, I kind of like how they've done this. I have no interest in it, of course, personally, um, because, you know, there's some pretty well-known dating apps out there, but... The Wayback Machine. There it is. Yeah, that's okay. right. Thank you. Um, Facebook has a really well-known brand, so they're, they, you know, they start the race uh, against the others at the, at the front because everyone knows Facebook. The way it works is 
you have to actually sign up for it. And you'll see it on, if you're a Canadian or you have a Canadian uh, IP address, you'll see uh, where you can sign up for it if you open up your Facebook page. So I just opened up my Facebook page. So it's where those little three little lines are yeah, here, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. But they'll want you to, they want to get rid of bots or they want to avoid getting bots mm. and, and fake accounts. So you'll have to have an account. You'll have to provide uh, some a picture, some background, some other information, there'll be a verification so that they can verify that it is actually you, that you do really exist. And then the way it works, uh, they've got a couple of feature. Uh, they want to prevent harassment, so you can't just find somebody and text them endlessly or send pictures. You can send a single text. So it's kind of like a poke. Like, you remember when oh, they used yeah, to do the poke? Oh, yeah, you can't just, you can't be waving and poking no, all the time. No, you can't do all, all that stuff. So, I can't find it on here. Oh, well, perhaps. It, oh, by the way, it shouldn't... Uh, well, I'll find it, it for you during the break. It was supposed to be under like the three things here, isn't it? Yeah, I found it on mine this morning. Um, anyway, but yeah, yeah okay. It's, it's you know, well, Facebook's always a little. I think it rolls tough out to navigate. Yeah, too, yeah, so. exactly. So yeah, maybe it hasn't rolled out for everybody yet. Uh, so you're only allowed to send uh, one text before you have some kind of connection with the other person, and they allow you. Um, you can't send pictures, spam messages, all that kind of stuff, things. You have to fill out a questionnaire, as I mentioned. And then instead of swiping left or right, or <laughs> you, you go interested or pass. So once you've passed, you'll never have that suggestion again. But if you happen to make a mistake, um, there is a feature called the second look, a function that allows users to go back mm. and review people they accidentally passed on. I think Bumble has a similar feature yep. to that. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Again, I, I it, you know, there's a lot of questions regarding confidentiality mm. and all that sort of stuff when yeah. it comes to to Facebook. But hey, lots of folks looking for love out there. I thought, yeah, uh, one more way to find it, and hopefully, it's um, it's. Uh, works well and is safe. Right. So since we're talking about dating and since many of you may try it, and as I say, Facebook already has a brand that everyone knows, right? So they've got an advantage there. Yeah. Most people who are on Facebook trust Facebook or they wouldn't be on Facebook, right? So they, they've got is an Facebook advantage there. Is Facebook kind of used for dating anyway? Kind of. Or just like... This one's a little more formalized dating though yeah. because people reach out without knowing whether or not another person's interested. And it's in, free too. It's free. You already have the... You already have Facebook, so you don't have to download an app. So there's and a lot of advantages. Lots of people, you know, they, they've loved the online dating, and it's done really well yeah. for them. So good on you. Yeah, a lot of them are married. So listen, if you're... Um, a lot of us not, never got past the first date. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I did want to bring this up, uh, because if we're talking about dating, before you sign up for the Facebook app, before you go on your next date, uh, you might want to be aware of this. Uh, there's a new, new survey out that asked a 1,000 single men and women about what turns them off. Uh, and they found out that where you live actually plays a huge part in your dating life. Because I don't want you to see where I live, okay? Because I don't want you to see where I live, okay? <laughs> What's that from? Pretty in Pink. No way, really? Uh -huh. Oh, good for you. 84% uh, of women and 63% of men would stop dating someone if they lived with their parents. That makes sense. 66% uh, of men and 56% of men, uh, sorry, 66% of women, 56% of men would end things immediately if the other person lived in a rough neighborhood. Because I don't want you to see where I live, okay? percent, <laughs> 47% of women and 34 You notice how the figure for men is always lower than women? It's like where our bar is held lower. You live where? I'm fine. Um, where was I at? 
Oh, yeah. 40%, 47% of women, 34% of men would end things if your home isn't quite as nice as theirs. Because I don't want you to see where I live, okay? <laughs> is that Molly Ringwald? It or, is Molly Ringwald, way? yes. Uh, 30% of both men and women. So finally, we are, we're on the same page. Uh, say they'd end things if you lived more than a half hour away from them. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't you be dating those north side kids. Yeah, don't get it. If I got <laughs> to cross side, a river. North side and south side. I'm not, not doing happening. it. Uh, 20% of women and 39% of men would break things off if you had a roommate. So that's the one area in which men would be more likely to break things really? off. Really? Yeah, if you had a roommate. Oof. Does it matter, I wonder, if it's a male or female roommate? Mm. I, yeah, I, I would see the whole living with the parents thing might be an oh, issue. Oh, for sure. And depending on what age, of course, you're looking at. Uh, I mean, if you're 40 or 50. Yeah, no. Or 30 or 40. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, people live with their parents for all different reasons, and I, and, I, and I understand that, but. I know. Well, when I dated Carol, she lived with her parents. But she was in her 20s. That's right. Yeah, uh, the top. If, if you lived with your parents, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It might have been a different story. I almost was homeless at the time. Uh, the top four turnoffs, other than the ones I've mentioned. Oh boy. Guns on display. Okay. This is for both men and women. A huge mess. Empty alcohol bottles on display, and any political paraphernalia. And uh, women are alone on this next one, but women are also turned off, apparently, fellas, by Disney paraphernalia. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. I mean, I know what Disney and I know what paraphernalia is. Uh, Keep your Aladdin costume in the closet. Yeah, this is all from the New York Post, by the way, if you want to see the whole survey. Uh, The one item that men mentioned would be a complete Mm. turnoff to them. Hamsters or gerbils? (laughs) Boy. What? Uh, okay. Um, We're an odd bunch, aren't we? <laughs> uh, you mentioned alcohol. Yeah. We're going to take a break here. We're going to talk about uh, alcohol right after the 3 o'clock news. Um, alarm bells being sounded on the amount of alcohol people are drinking, men and women, but especially women. We'll talk about that coming up. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.